Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Terry Rowinski. Terry Rowinski is the president and CEO of Health Payment Systems in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. As president and CEO of HPS, Terry's focus is providing consistent, relatable leadership that engages, inspires, and encourages growth within all levels of the organization. His people-centric approach consistently yields positive bottom-line results by influencing hard-to-control costs such as turnover and productivity. Throughout his 30-plus year career, Terry has consistently led teams that exceeded financial objectives in both growth and cost reduction. While Terry has spent the last five years in the healthcare and patient billing industries, his senior leadership has made a positive mark in logistics, e-commerce, and online retail, including guiding retail giant Kohl's department store's online merchandising launch as VP and GMM of e-commerce. Well, good afternoon, Terry. Welcome to the show. Hi, good afternoon, and thank you so much for having me today. Awesome, Terry. It's looking at your background, and over the past several years, you've really transformed HPS, the company you're at now. In my thoughts, I think that transformation you did is just having that clear vision and transparent leadership style. Is this the secret of your company's success, or maybe you could share a little bit about that? Sure. I would say it's part of the additive nature of our company being successful. Being in healthcare and being a transformational company in healthcare, a lot changes in a quick period of time. Yet at times it still all stays the same. And part of what our team really embraced with me coming in and taking the helm of our organization was to really uh, participate actively in saying what we think and kind of really believing in that somewhat cliche statement that it's not important what's written on the walls, but what's said in our halls. And we've really taken that to heart as we vet through the opportunities for the company, both in present day and in future. And it's really what's made us stronger, having that ability to do that together from our past as well. So it's been really a, a cool you know, opportunity to, to be around a great, talented bunch of folks that believe in the same stuff. That's amazing. And I can tell just by your leadership style. And, and if anybody wanted to go out and look at your profile on LinkedIn, they can see that you've done some pretty great things. And you've, in my opinion, transformed not only your leadership through the various promotions you receive, but it looks like you're doing a lot of positive things at the companies. Kudos for you on that. So Terry, what do you have planned for 2020 as far as new products or services? Or as you know, you might just be in recovery mode from this pandemic. Yeah, golly. You know, so we as a team faced really a great deal of intrepidation as the pandemic really took hold, especially here in the Midwest in, in Wisconsin, where our company is based out of. You know, oddly enough, on, on March the 5th, I took our leadership team through an exercise that I like to do that, that's called Killers. So it was literally, let's wake up tomorrow. So we woke up on the 5th and HPS was gone. Let's write our obituary and talk about the, the cause of death and what took place that literally just took us out of existence. And, uh, and we had three things that were really potential killers for the organization. One was just a natural disaster of epic proportions. You know, another was just no people capabilities. You know, people vanished because of how hot the employment market was at that time, and we just couldn't hold on to or attract new people. And the third was just really ridiculous things like our private equity firm folded or something, you know, from that perspective, we lost all funding. When we went back and we took a look and we were talking about natural disasters, we started to really put that in context and say, okay, is this global pandemic actually a variation of a natural disaster? And is this something that could be the end of the company if healthcare takes a significant right turn or maybe reverse turn in terms of what's going on? Luckily, as, as we were prepared to really go forward from that, we already had from the prior year, from 2019, 
a number of, uh, I'll call it for lack of better, arrows in the quiver of things we could do if we saw any type of real headwind in our industry. And frankly, what, what we got about in the period of the past 45 days is kind of revetting those things that we could be doing. And we're entering a point where we're starting to make a product pivot for what we're doing so that we can actually expand and, and actually thrive coming out of the back end of this thing. You know, it's, it's time. It's, it's a let's go time. And, uh, and our company is actually very excited about it, as is our ownership, to, to see how we go forward together. That's an interesting perspective as far as doing some strategic planning. I've not heard it that way. Uh, obviously, I've done some business continuity planning where we've had similar scenarios, but that's interesting. I'm glad you're sharing that. I really do wish you the best as far as it comes to growing your organization, especially after a pandemic like this. Thanks again for sharing. So Terry, is there an area in your organization where you've employed technology that has maybe transformed or improved your business, improved your operation or efficiencies? Yeah, I would say, Brian, you know, it's really uh, our entire organization is based upon just really great people. And and I know everybody says that, but I truly mean that to, to the bottom of my core in terms of our human capabilities. But our human capabilities and what we're able to do through the brain that we're given and the learning that we've had and the muscle memory that we've developed has been really transformed by our technology stack that we've really created the company uh, on back in, golly, 2007, 2008, when it was first formed, and really what we've improved up and through present day. You know, our company is made and was born to help the consumer in the healthcare experience just make sense of the mess of what happens when you experience healthcare and you get bills from providers and EOBs from the insurance company and who do you pay and how much do you pay and when do you pay and all those types of things. And we developed really a really core technology stack to create this credit card like statement for healthcare to help the consumer of healthcare understand. And, and an artifact we call the super EOB, which helps them really make sense of that mess. But in and around that, we've created some awesome data interchange um, layers to our products. We've taken some shelfware CRM tool sets and enhanced them to give us really a great 360 view of the consumer and others that are participants in the healthcare ecosystem. And that's really led to us having a fantastic data set that's really rich in terms of what we can do from an analysis to help us continue to fine tune our customer experience but also for all of our employees and our team members that are serving the customer, help them know more and help them be more personable or empathetic and more frankly helpful to the consumer when the consumer reaches out for help. And we've been able to really lever the company in a really positive fashion as we've grown and as we've seen changes in healthcare so that we don't have to exponentially grow our staff as we continue to grow our business. So we've achieved leverage the great use of technology as well. That's amazing. In fact, I'm going to keep tabs on uh, your organization as you, not just your growth and, and the great people culture you facilitate there, but really the technology in the healthcare space definitely need to be keeping in tabs with you. And we'll circle back in the next several months and maybe do another podcast. So that's awesome. That'd be great. So, Thank you. You bet, Terry. So Terry, what's your biggest challenge you face in your organization today? I mean, outside of COVID-19. Oh, that, that's an awesome question. Frankly, it's, it's inaction. You know, healthcare is hard. I had been at a prior company where I was in charge of procuring healthcare for a couple thousand you know, team members. And I understood it was hard from an employer perspective. It's really hard actually from an individual or a company that is trying to provide services to those who are giving healthcare. What I mean by that is that really, unless you have a cure for something or a medical device breakthrough or some way to create a new revenue stream for folks, I've found, believe unbelievably, I think that 
healthcare doesn't normally pay attention to cost out profit in opportunities. And it's really, in, in my eyes, healthcare is just starting to embrace the, the chief experience officer role, like the retail market did, you know, 10 to 20 years ago. So healthcare, hey, it's hard to break into unless you just have something that's so transformational. And then B, unless you have people that are really focusing on the consumer in healthcare and you're starting to hear and read a lot more about consumerism, you know, to bring new services to benefit the consumer with healthcare is just really an uphill battle. And what we find is that a lot of people get excited about what we offer. A lot of people say, yes, this is exactly what we need to do to solve the problem of trying to help people pay. But then it's in action. But we have something else to do. We have a major EHR, EMR upgrade, or we're merging with another healthcare system, or, well, in this case, very valid, you know, a pandemic just took place. So we have a lot of great first meetings. We get a lot of great second meetings and a lot of really great opportunities to play with really big, large, formidable healthcare companies. But then something else comes in the way that takes top priority because it's more evolution and revolutionary versus transformational in terms of what we're trying to deliver. So we're trying to solve that. Thank you for sharing that. That's certainly worth the share. And I think a lot of companies have that same challenge, honestly. So I'm glad that you recognize that and are working on on that as well. So Terry, wrapping up here, I've just got another question for you. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for new emerging leaders or those looking to break that glass ceiling? Oh, yeah. So I I was very, very fortunate to actually have a mentor. And uh, unfortunately, that person is is now gone. But, you know, a mentor is someone that's there for you and, and, and able to be accessed by you really almost at any time. And what he taught me was that really, you know, Terry, just using Jim's words, because Jim was my mentor, you know, take the time to truly create relationships. And this is going to be an interesting you know, world that we're going to live in coming out of, out of this pandemic in terms of social distancing for how long, maybe for a long, long period of time. And how do we reinvest in creating that one-on-one relationship with people? And as a, as a responsible leader, you know, a key responsibility for every leader is in those relationships is to really create an environment of psychological safety and trust you know, empowering those that are around you to bring the problems to the surface that they're seeing and encourage healthy debate that everybody can be heard. And frankly, admitting what is not right within the world, what's not right within your company, what's not right within personal relationships. If you can get to that core, you can make things so much better. So, you know, take that time to to create those relationships, be a valued listener first and opinion giver second. And do not be afraid to say what you think and help people in a supportive way. It's kind of like the golden rules that we learned when we were growing up and in kindergarten, but it's just, you know, more tuned for the 2020s. That's great. And I think no matter what generation or what era we lived, uh, you know, humans have lived on this earth, a lot of that leadership is tried and true for the centuries. And I'm glad uh, that you think that way. And I, I agree with having a mentor. I think that's one of the most important things in growing your career and helping others as well. So Terry, I want to personally thank you. It was a pleasure having you on today and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks to all the listeners as well. Bye for now. 